This episode of The Pitch is brought to you exclusively by State Farm. If you're a small business owner, you know that it isn't just your business, it's your life. And whatever your business might be, you want someone who understands. That's where State Farm Small Business Insurance comes in. State Farm agents are small business owners themselves, living and working in your community. That means they know what it takes to help you personalize your policies for your small business needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Everybody hates going to the DMV, but you just have to suck it up and go because there's no other way to get your driver's license renewed. But what if someone told you, hey, I'll go to the DMV for you, Wait in the lines, fill out the papers, listen to the terrible waiting room music. Well, apparently, shopping for enterprise software is worse than a bad DMV trip. Startups and small businesses need software to do all the boring but important stuff, like bookkeeping, managing payroll, tracking order fulfillment. But the process for buying all that software is more soul-sucking than a trip to the DMV. That's why today's founder, Andrew Hoagland, started Vetted. He says he can get companies all the software they need without the soul-sucking headache. He just needs $2 million from the investors to do it. From Gimlet, this is The Pitch. I'm Josh Muccio. Today's investors are... I'm Phil Nadell. Phil built companies that sold for hundreds of millions of dollars. Now he manages Forefront Venture Partners, one of the largest syndicates on AngelList. I'm Jillian Manis. Jillian is a partner at Structure Capital, where they've invested $98 million in high-profile startups like Uber. I'm Sarah Downey. Sarah's a partner at Accomplice, where they've invested $600 million in over 200 startups so far. One example, a company called DraftKings. I'm Michael Hyatt. Michael built and sold two software companies for over $500 million. And now he invests for himself. I'm Charles Hudson. Charles started Precursor Ventures, where he's invested $45 million in over 100 startups to date. All right, on with the pitch. Perfect. All right, so hello, everyone. My name is Andrew Hoagland, and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Vetted. Now, the B2B market has never been more complex. There are now over 35,000 SaaS products in the market alone and it's an $83 billion industry. The vendors and the sales teams purposely don't give up the pricing information. They gate it because they want to draw you into their sales process, get you on one or more calls, and control the sales process from start to finish. Now, I know this problem intimately because I helped create it. My background is in B2B sales, kind of the bad guy of the story. Enterprise software companies, or vendors as Andrew calls them, play a game called hide the price tag because they know it'll be hard to get over the sticker shock of how much it costs to use their software. But if they can get you on the phone, they can get you into their dark and mysterious sales process, a never-ending labyrinth of phone calls, success metrics, and obscenely long presentations. This is such a pain that Andrew has hundreds of companies that are pounding on his door, crying to try out his better way. So we've had a lot of overwhelming demand recently. We've got a really big backlog of buyers trying to get on our platform, and we're looking to raise $2 million to scale and meet those demands. And I look forward to your questions. Can you give us a real example yes. of what you're doing? Yes. yes. Sure. So one of our users recently needed to buy a new retail operations system. They were like, all right, we needed to do inventory management. We're on Shopify. We have multiple warehouses. We need to be able to do order fulfillment and returns. 
So what we say is great. We already have this database of all these vendors. They have all the top vendors curated for them without having to do anything. Okay. They get it down to their final maybe one or two options, usually one. And then they say, great, now I'm ready to spend time with this vendor. Can't you, is, can you just be like, hey, it's like going to the used car lot and be like, you know what? I have this amount of money. You're going to give me a car. Like, I refuse to talk to anybody. And, like, I've done this, and I hate the talking to people aspect of all this. So, like, You're an ideal user then. Yeah. Thing. But can't you, like, can't you just skip it? Like, so I wish the answer to that question was yes. And if it was yes, I wouldn't be standing here. And how are you paid? So we actually only monetize the vendor side. Vendors pay a subscription to us. They're on our platform, and as many deals as we could possibly drive them, they have a set fix. But if they don't pay you, they don't get on your platform, and you don't recommend them. That's not true. We want to make sure the buyers always win. So the most important thing is the buyers have access to the platform and the best options. So how much do I pay to come onto your platform? As a buyer, nothing. No, 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 as a as a seller, as a vendor. So our subscription model will be anywhere from twelve to 25000 annually, just based on size of company okay. right now. We have to remain this impartial third party. So by having a very transparent vendor pricing system, we don't have to worry about anyone thinking, oh, are the big vendors paying you more? This is exactly how much they're paying us. This is why they're paying us. And it's all transparent and visible. But they do have to worry about vendors paying versus those that don't pay. Right. But the There's beauty still of, that distinction. Totally, totally. But the beauty of the system is now that we have the numbers and the leverage, this is one of the reasons this had never been solved before is you never really had the leverage. If we came out and we're like, we have mm-hmm. five buyers, no one's gonna change their process. Right. We now have at least 900 ready to go and that number is growing rapidly. Right. And now the part that I'm really excited to get about is what we're calling kind of the community aspect, which is why we have this big backlog. Yeah. Why is there a backlog? Why can't you get them on your platform right away? So when we started, we would go one-to-one, we'd get a buyer. We've learned how to get buyers in large groups as opposed to one-off. They would come onto our platform, we'd onboard them. So over the last three weeks, we started to reach out to some VCs both in and out of our network and say, hey, we want to come to you and bring you a community version of Vetted. It'll be free for you. It'll be free for all of your buyers. And the response from VCs has been incredible. Over the last three weeks, we have eight VCs on board representing over 900 portfolio companies. When you bring in a community, are you offering them discounts as well? That is one of the value props to the communities. We're saying, hey, Most VCs or communities, it doesn't have to be a VC, do not have a dedicated resource to thinking about this. They maybe have an Excel sheet. We are saying we'll have an entire sales arm whose sole focus is on making we have vetted vendors with aggressive discounts for your community. And the bigger we grow that sales team, the higher that number becomes. In the end, it's the entire market. How many of those portfolio, like have they actually rolled it out to those companies yet? So that's why I'm standing here. We can't keep up with the demand that we've now created, but With $2 million, we can, because we'll have the self-serve product. It will be that we can onboard them as soon as they log in. How long will that take to build? I do not like to give out estimates, but we are planning. You're very much a sales guy, but like a little less sales guy, like start giving us the facts. (laughs) We think if we get the money in the near future, two to three months after the money is in the bank, we'll be able to roll out consistently and onboard in large batches. When we come back, Michael goes old school. This episode of The Pitch is brought to you exclusively by State Farm. We talk to a lot of entrepreneurs on the show, and one thread that connects them all 
they're not just pitching their business, they're pitching themselves. Because small business owners know that their business is more than just a company, it's their whole life. And State Farm gets that. State Farm agents are small business owners too, and they know what it takes. They can help you choose personalized policies to fit your budget. That's the personal touch. That's small business insurance from State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome back. Founder Andrew Hoagland says he already has 900 companies waiting to sign on to Vetted. But with so many startups all looking for software in the same place, to our investors, that looks like a bidding war just waiting to happen. And Michael has seen that movie before. This reminds me of Commerce One way back in the days, like in the 90s. You might remember these, uh, when you would actually go onto these bidding platforms and it would actually bid down vendors and stuff. Eventually, a lot of us vendors and stuff in the software world said, we're not even going to participate in this. We're not going to be in this bidding process. There was a kind of a revolt. Sure. How do you get around that? Yeah, so we don't do it that way. We don't try to create bidding wars, per se. We try to say, all right, put forth your pricing model, put forth your transparency. The vendor is going to then engage in a conversation with you. And then it's just like any and late you guys step to the side then. Yes, okay. exactly. So then, we, then we step out of the way. So now, in a sense, you're going to the vendors and also saying, hey, in addition to a subscription fee, I need a discount from you. Exactly. But to Michael's point, doesn't that create that kind of competition among vendors for who's going to provide the biggest discount? Sure. That already exists. Yeah. I mean, we have 150 companies in our portfolio, and every time Amazon changes the AWS discount, we go to Google, and Google changes the AWS discount. They want the business. Yeah. No, I was just thinking about whether the vendors want to will want to participate in this marketplace if it's a compet, you know, race to the bottom in terms of pricing. No, but they have to. Like, I mean, I, I guess like it's sort of like nobody ever wants to yeah. well, offer yeah, discounts I mean, unless they have to. But like in most of these categories. The customer has, I mean, we all invest in SaaS companies. Name a SaaS category that has one vendor. Like, there isn't one, right? right. So in all these categories, there are many, many, many vendors, some of whose products are awfully similar. Sounds like you should hire uh, Charles. I know. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'll be I honest. Could. I should if probably just be honest. We're talking, we've been talking to them about using Vetted for our platform because I'd say a third of our Slack channel messages are, we're looking at Lever or Greenhouse. Right. What should we use? What did you pay? How did you get a discount? We're looking at MailChimp versus XYZ thing. What are the pros and cons? And so for us, the, you know, we have another company in our portfolio, StackShare, that focuses on this sort of tech you, stack. You, you started to use them, vetted. We haven't rolled it out yet. We are, we are part of that. Part of the we're part of that 900 companies. backlog. And it's just because- Are you funding them too? We have not made an investment decision. We have a company in our portfolio, StackShare, that does the tech stack piece. I haven't sorted out in my mind whether we can have two of them in the same portfolio. So we but. actually have one that's um, so it's called Venture App, and yeah. it started off trying to do this, but more on the like services side, so legal, um, accountants, etc. Right. So I'm kind of sitting here and having the same. Yeah, I am too. We have, we're investors in IT Central Station, which is more. The investors are pretty tangled up in this space already. They're rattling off the names of companies they're invested in, and they all could be competitors to Vetted, which sounds bad for Andrew. But it also shows that all of the investors care deeply about solving this problem. And Charles has an ax to grind with one particular software review site. I'm basically interested in taking down G2 Crowd. 
So like, <laughs> I don't know whether I can do that with one bullet or two bullets. I just, no offense to the G2 crowd people. I just think, I don't think that's the way we should buy software today is. Um, How is that? What do they do? It's like a, Think about it like Yelp for software, except mm -hmm. the nature and how some of those reviews are generated is um, so unethical. Every week I get an email from G2 Crowd paying me to write reviews. I haven't. Really? Every single week. See? Unethical. I could that is open crazy. my inbox and show you every single week on yep. the dime. Starbucks gift cards, Amazon gift cards. Who do you see as your closest competitors? As, uh, today, it would have to be the G2 Crowds, the Capterras, all of the review sites, things like that. We have, that's the challenge. We were in team pay and stack shares, yeah. but I think what you're doing is different. And so I'll just cut to the chase. Like I'm going to be out for right now, but we're going to roll this out yep. and I'm going to learn a lot. And I'm going to talk to Jonas and Andrew at stack share and team pay. And if the three of you are comfortable, this to me is a no brainer for precursor, but I need to clear all of those. So in the interest of like where I am today, that's where I am. So Charles wants to invest, but he has to make sure he doesn't have a conflict. Here's Michael. How much money are you raising? So we are raising $2 million. At what valuation? We haven't set the terms yet. What was it? What, tell us about the prior funding. Yeah, so to date we've raised about $400,000 via a friends and family slash angel, and then we got some pre-seed money from a firm called Village Global out in San Francisco. At what valuation? So we're right around a $6 million. So are you raising now in, Two million. I'm just looking at you, uh, between 10 and 20 million, is that in your head? I'm going to let the lead investor set those terms because we want to have That's a partner That's a good here. sales answer, but what do you want? <laughs> I mean, if you, you have five investors here today, like what, what do you, so what do I just say uh, I'm interested? So it's definitely going to be an increase on our 6 million before, so I can say that comfortably. What it's, are the revenues? Right now we've made low revenue in the less than 10,000 annually, but the beauty of it is now that we have these communities on board, now we have the leverage. So are, just to, are you ready to cut a deal on valuation here today or not? I'm, if anybody wants to be our lead investor, absolutely. What's the lead investor for you? So the, the partner in terms of our lead investor is A, going to help set up one of our first communities. That's our ideal scenario is this lead investor comes on. They're like, look, I have X amount of portfolio companies. I'm going to help you design and iterate on this community aspect. And B, we're going to lead you around. These are going to be the terms of the deal. We'll help you negotiate with the follow-on investors. Okay, so um, uh, I'm I'm really interested, yeah. uh, but I need to spend a bit more time on this. Sure. Uh, so I'm in. Uh, I don't know if I'm. I don't know what I'm in for. So I don't have any. That's I don't a good have a portfolio. Answer. I don't have a. Huh. Well, I'm acting like you Touché. in this pitch. Good for you. So. Uh, uh, I actually don't know because uh, I don't know who your lead is. Uh, it's actually not a good sales answer because I don't know what your valuation is unless you want to give it. Do you want to do that right now? No. So there you go. Um, I'm an enterprise software guy. I get this problem. I really like this. I'll be in for anything from 50 to 100 to 200,000. I don't know. I also, after the show, I'll give you um, an, a handful of VCs who I think could lead it. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I, I like everything about this pitch so far. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I too like it. I have a, um, I guess, here's my approach. I need to introduce it to our portfolio companies. And then when I understand what the valuation is, when I understand the, the terms and see the feedback from my uh, uh, portfolio companies, I think then I'd be willing to, uh, to invest. So I need to get past those couple hurdles and uh, hopefully I'll be in. Sounds Thank wonderful. you. Thank you. I think uh, I'm sort of with Charles where I... 
I have one company that has some scar tissue around it in this area and then another that may be a conflict. So I, I feel good about our exposure in this space uh, with that. So I'm out for that reason. Thank you. Um, I'm with everyone, to tell you the truth. Um, I would like to introduce this to our portfolio companies. I just need to have a little bit more time to better understand this. So I'm out right now. Thank you. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank thanks, you. Man. Yeah, you did well. Well, congrats and uh, thanks for coming in. Andrew walks out of the room with an emphatic yes from Michael and some interest from Phil. And as he left the room, I stepped in to hear more. I really understand enterprise sales. And you if do. what he's saying works, uh, this is great. He is a quintessential AAA sales guy. Great. And um, I, I, I liked him, but I uh, what, what did you think? Did that? Do you think this business yeah. is a winner? Totally. Because I think none of the vendors, I think most businesses like this, the vendors don't want to the vendors don't want to sell this way, but the buyer totally wants to buy this way. If these yeah. guys get any traction, the valuation is going to be at 40, 50 million. I'm telling you. I know these enterprise companies are going to put bananas. He gets a million in revenues, it's going to be 20x, 30x. Well, and that's a good thing for you in this room? I think it's a winner chicken dinner at that number. Yeah. Right. I mean, just, yeah. to, just to play devil's advocate, you know, they th no there's revenue. no revenue to speak of now. So we're all betting on the fact that. He's going to be able to get vendors to subscribe because he's got all these buyers, which I think is a reasonable bet. But that's what we're betting on. But it's not, it, you know, it's 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 not. A but this is what venture. N nothing ever is. Even yeah. you know, I'm sure Facebook wasn't when you first. If so, this is venture investing. It's enterprise sales, big yep. fat margins, recurring revenue. Yeah. It's solving a big problem. It's juicy as. F it's interesting to me though. Almost all he has is a list of customers. And I'm going to solve a problem yes. for them. Yeah. I believe but this you guys guy's are all into it. it. I believe exactly this guy's going to well, solve it. Well, that's why we have right. to see the proof. That's I'm betting on this horse, by the way. I, this is the horse. This guy is. This guy's going to sell himself right, right the way through. But, yeah. they, but, but you gave him trouble for being so salesy. Because, because, because I wanted to tell him, look, I, I got it. So now <laughs> to answer my question. He's so good at it, he can't stop yeah, yeah. himself. This guy could go to Starbucks and he'll start selling Starbucks and something as he's trying to but buy his coffee. He can't stop him. This he, guy, this animal is just, that's what he does. Them are some pretty high marks from Michael Hyatt. I don't think I've heard him that excited about a startup. And it turns out he was just getting started. That's when we come back. This episode of The Pitch is brought to you exclusively by State Farm. Small business owners know that it's not just business, it's personal. Your business is your life, and State Farm gets that. State Farm agents are small business owners too, so they know what it takes. They can help you create a personalized insurance plan that fits your small business needs and budget. And they live and work in your community. So you're not just getting an insurance plan, you're getting that personal touch. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Welcome back. I caught up with Andrew a few months after he pitched the investors in the room. He told me straight away that Charles checked with his portfolio companies, the ones that might be competitors to Vetted, and they determined that he wouldn't be able to invest. 
So that leaves Phil, who listed a lot of conditions before he'd be able to cut Andrew a check, and Michael Hyatt. And Michael seemed to be all about it. He grabbed me right after the pitch and pulled me into a room and we started to catch up because he was obviously so passionate about the idea and it fit so well with what he is an expert in. Uh So he, the way he described it is, look, I'm always an investor and I will therefore invest in businesses I don't understand to an intimate level and I will write a check and I will hope that that company turns into something huge one day. Yeah. But the companies that I really feel like I have an expertise in, I want to be much more involved. He, you know, was texting me that the whole, you know, trip back, he's, you know, calling and texting and emailing with updates, making intros, trying to like work work as a partner and not just as a as a check. So Interesting. From, from wow. all of those different pieces, it's been a really um, exciting relationship so far. That's that's awesome. What does that feel like? Is that surprising to you to have someone in your corner like that? Uh, yes, I, I, it is definitely surprising. If there's nothing else you learn from the startup world, it's like when an opportunity like this runs around, you you run with it. You don't you know you don't worry about the outcome. You just take it and say, "Great, we're going to leverage this as much as we can" because he obviously knows what he's doing. And then about a month ago, with his bromance with Michael in full swing. Andrew started to get pretty far with some other investors who wanted to lead his round. There were even some offers on the table, term sheets as they call them. But then Andrew got invited to Indianapolis to spend a week there with another VC. They had something called a startup studio where their team of full-time employees could get hands-on with Andrew's business, helping with marketing, recruiting, development, stuff like that. But if Andrew worked with them, he couldn't raise any money from other investors for the next three to six months. It's a very monogamous relationship. Yes, for a little it while. Is, but yes. <laughs> so it's 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 fun, but that also is why when we're talking to Michael, his answer was not, "Hey, if you go this route, I'm out. See you later." His answer was, "Well, when can I invest, and how do I stay involved?" He's like, so, yeah, you can see this person for six to nine months as long as you come back kind to him of, again. Yeah, yeah. We'll still see him on the side. Andrew was in this very unique position. He had told the venture capitalists who were going to lead his round that he needed to pump the brakes for a few weeks. But after Andrew's time in Indy was up, he would have to choose between the startup studio and the VCs because he couldn't have both. But it's a, it's a big decision either way. That's not a normal position for a lot of founders to find themselves in. Um, That's awesome to be able to have those choices, though. I mean, what's that like? If this was a scenario where we were running out of money, I would not. I'd be pulling my hair out. I would be losing sleep. You know, we'd be all or nothing in this week. Um, And there'd be so many reasons why it would just be an overwhelming amount of, of, of stress. We aren't in that situation. And because we're not in that situation, we get to come in with a full head of steam and say, what is the best thing we can do? How can we get the most out of this relationship? And if we move forward, what does it mean? And for those reasons, it's much easier to come to the table and say, we're ready. Let's do this. Let's see what we can come up with. So you're saying you're not in dire straits yet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) After spending his week in Indianapolis, Andrew figured out that the startup studio wouldn't be as helpful as he hoped they would be. So Andrew packed up his bags and headed back home, where he picked things back up with the other VCs who wanted to lead his round. But things may have cooled off a bit. Andrew now says that they're waiting to finalize a lead investor 
until they have more customers off the wait list and onto the list of actual users. He's made some progress already. Charles's portfolio companies just joined Vetted, and so did Phil's. So we'll just have to wait and see if Andrew can secure the bag. But one thing's for sure, whenever he does, Michael Hyatt will be there. Michael's waiting around for you. He's your forever soulmate. He, he should he should be our forever soulmate, and it's either going to happen sooner or it's going to happen later, but we're going to make sure he's, he's involved because he's been fantastic. That's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with a new pitch next week. See you then. Our show is hosted by me, Josh Muccio, produced by Heather Rogers and Kareem Maddox. We are edited by Sarah Saracen and Blythe Terrell. Theme music by The Muse Maker, original compositions from Breakmaster Cylinder, The Muse Maker, Haley Shaw, and Benart. We are mixed by Enoch Kim. Lisa Muccio planned the recording of this pitch. And here's a quick reminder, no offer to invest is being made to or solicited from the listening audience on today's show. You can follow the pitch on Spotify and listen for free or find new episodes wherever you listen. And follow us on Instagram at The Pitch Show for all the extra behind the scenes goodies. We're coming at you with a brand new episode next week. See you then. This episode of The Pitch is brought to you exclusively by State Farm. If you're a small business owner, you know that it isn't just your business, it's your life. And whatever your business might be, you want someone who understands. That's where State Farm Small Business Insurance comes in. State Farm agents are small business owners themselves, living and working in your community. That means they know what it takes to help you personalize your policies for your small business needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.